Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONCOEURCITYCAST20. Now that we've had our first giant storm of the year, a lot of us are torn between wanting to get out of the city, but also not wanting to be freezing cold. Well, lucky for us, Oregon is full of natural hot springs. But don't just head out into the snow looking for one. There's a lot of mistakes you can make if you go to the wrong site. So today on CityCast Portland, Norther Emily of Wild Solitude Guiding is sharing her picks of the best hot springs our state has to offer, and why going the resort route might actually be a better idea during the winter months. It's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. I heard that you have very strong opinions about Bagby. And <laughs> it was interesting to me because most people, you know, when they're talking about hot springs, they're like, oh, you got to go to Bagby. You got to go to Austin hot springs. But you're emphatic that people maybe shouldn't go there. You actually said, and I quote, I don't fuck with Bagby. <laughs> <laughs> This is 100% true, and it is a controversial take. I've been to all the hot springs, all of them, lots of times. And Bagby was very charming when I was in high school because it was less, like, trashy then. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. The last four times I've been to Bagby over the last, like, maybe 12 years, it's been pretty gross. I also happen to know that the Forest Service wants absolutely nothing to do with Bagby. Also, it's technically closed right now. So that would be, you know, aside from my opinions, the reason that no one should go to Bagby is because it's closed. And if it continues to be like a major problem, it's going to stay closed. <laughs> and then Austin. Wait, wait, was this something that, is it closed because the Forest Service workers don't want to deal with Bagby? Or is it just closed because it, it almost like burned down or something? I think officially it's closed because of the Labor Day weekend fires that we had in 2020. Um, but I think unofficially they don't want to reopen it. And and I don't blame them because like as a park ranger, probably your the worst part of your job is picking up disgusting trash that other people leave behind. Like yeah, that's yeah. not a separate job. There's not like a forest janitor that goes around doing this all day. Mm-hmm. They have to clean the bathrooms. They have to pick up people's like needles and garbage and dirty underwear and mm. all that stuff. You know, so I heard that they didn't even want to try and protect the structures there during the fire because they're so sick <laughs> of Bagby. Were they just like, no, the fires? And they were like, wait, Bagby might go. And they're like, oh, no, the fires. And they're just like <laughs> waiting somewhere. They're just like, perhaps, perhaps it burns. I don't know, perhaps guys. It perhaps it burns. It's just, this is a general rule with like any kind of major attraction that's close to town, like the closer you are to a population center, the more like garbage and bad behavior you're going to find. 
That's why I love the desert mm-hmm. hot springs, because even though people do know about them and go there, they're so far away from like any type of city that you just don't get a lot of riffraff. Did you say riffraff? Yeah, totally. God, I love you, Northern. A lot of riffraff. <laughs> hot spring riffraff. Hot uh, but sorry, riffraff. I interrupted you. I want to hear about Austin Hot Springs. So we know about Bagby. It was closed 2020. And, you know, according to you, good riddance. But what about the Austin Hot Springs? Um, so Austin has pretty much always been closed. I don't know if anybody died there, mm-hmm. but I like I definitely heard that people were like really horrifically burned by like an unexpected burst of hot water. Austin was always really sketchy. You had to wear shoes into the pool because you had to walk across this part of the ground that was like seeping, boiling hot water and would burn the bottom Mm. of your feet. It's a really beautiful location. It's like these rock pools right on the edge of the Clackamas River. But Austin has been closed for a very long time because of like sketchy activity. At this point, I would say the most compelling reason to stay out of Austin is that it is now owned by the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs. Oh, Um, yeah. There's one thing we're going to do, and it's not trespass on tribal land. Absolutely no. Yeah, exactly. So so, that is a uh, big no. Austin is out, and that's fine because there's like 30 hot springs in Oregon. Just like pick a different one. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this because, you know, when you think about hot springs, we often imagine beautiful natural pool in the woods, you know, not by the road, but you you (laughs) hike in, it's gorgeous. But it's winter, so a lot of these are actually inaccessible. Anything that's located along the bank of a river is going to be like flooded out. So McCready Hot Springs is like outside of Eugene Oak Ridge area. That one's like right along a river and the pools Mm. will be submerged or they won't be like warm enough to be worth soaking in. The ones that are going to be the best for winter soaking are going to be hot springs that have like a pretty short approach that are like well away from another body of water. Umpqua is, I -hmm. think, what everybody's picturing when they picture like a beautiful forested hike and then soaking in a scenic pool. Like, and that's a really good choice if you are like more experienced with winter travel. Like you're a competent snow driver, mm-hmm. you know how to snowshoe or you know how to look at the at the terrain once you get there and look at the amount of snow on the ground and make an informed decision about <laughs> whether or not you're going to be snowshoeing, putting on micro spikes or something else. So I want to pause you there because I we have an entire show we dedicated do. to that knowledge. Yeah. That you, yeah. So if anybody's like, well, how would I know that, Norther? Well, you should listen to our best snowshoeing trails because Norther goes into detail as to how you would know. <laughs> oh, so Umqua Hot Springs is yeah. one of them. How how far is that from Portland? Oh, far. Super far. Down in Southern Oregon. That's a great place to go if you are already planning like a trip to Crater Lake or something, you know, because those are kind of mm-hmm. down in the same like quadrant. Right. Is there another hot spring we could go to? Are they all going to be in Southern Oregon? Most of them are going to be in Southern Oregon. There are quite a few hot springs in Northeast Oregon, but almost all of them are on private land and like not available for the public to soak in anymore. The desert, like Southeast Oregon, which is my favorite part of Oregon personally, has a lot of hot springs and they also don't receive a lot of precipitation. Yeah. So a good option would be like Antelope Hot Springs, which is on the Heart Mountain Refuge. Um, Mm. That's a drive up one with a little campground. If you Google best free campgrounds in Oregon, that one's at the top of the list. It's semi-developed. There used to be a fraternal order that had a hotel at the end of Heart Mountain, but they built a rock wall around the hot spring. 
So it kind of has like hot tub vibes, like it protects you from the very aggressive wind. And it mm-hmm. also gives you a little oh, privacy nice. from the parking lot. So not everybody can like, you know, see you in your swimsuit or not. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. The more you say, because this seems like a lot of driving in inclement weather. It doesn't seem that close because the close ones in we've already discussed are trash. So there are a bunch of resort style hot springs around. What do you think about those? Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm not like much of a resort person. I'm more of like a camper. But in the winter, that's a really great option because winter camping is kind of an advanced level of camping. And not everybody's available for that. And that's fine. My personal favorite mm-hmm. is Summer Lake because you can go there and camp for like 20 bucks a night. It's like pretty affordable. They have really nice bathrooms and showers and stuff for you to use, which is delightful when you are winter camping, especially if you've been on Mm -hmm. a little road trip by yourself. And they have a nice like pool that you can swim in that's warm. And then they have like hotter pools outside that are more like hot tub style. It's a really great place to watch Mm -hmm. any type of happenings in the night sky. If there's like meteor showers or whatever, that's a really great place to go and like get up late at night and go soak and watch the stars and stuff. Yeah. Where is Summer Lake? So Summer Lake is down in in Southeast Oregon. It's not on the way to anything. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's about an hour outside of Lakeview. But um, it's a really beautiful, really scenic area. So that's a really good choice that would work for most people. They also do have little like cabins and stuff like that. But it's rustic. It's not super fancy. It's not like what you picture when you think of resort. Yeah. It's about a six hour drive to Lakeview. So that's a trip. Yeah, it's not it a is. day trip. Keep out the riffraff. Yo, <laughs> I heard you also love Hot Lake Springs near LaGrande. Yeah, so Hot Lake is like an old timey resort. It's like 100 years old, uh, a little bit more expensive. But it's really the only kind of thing like that out there in Northeast Oregon. There are very few wild hot springs left in Northeast Oregon that are still soakable. So Hot Lake is kind of mm. a fun option. Um Closer to town, you know, we do have Carson, which is in uh, Washington, probably like the closest one to town. And it's not a wild hot springs. It's definitely like an old timey resort, but it's pretty Mm -hmm. affordable. It's a day trip length from Portland. So you can just go for the day and like soak in the pool and uh, come back. How far is that from Portland? Oh, like 45 minutes. Cool. That's not bad. Wait, is that too close to Riffraff though, Norther? Well, this is a this is another resort, so they keep the riffraff out. You know, it's next <laughs> okay. to like a it's next to a golf course, a different type of riffraff, I would say. Yeah. Okay, so we have the Hot Lake Springs um, Lodge. We have um, Summer Lake, which is more of a hey, you're still camping, but it's real nice. Yeah. I think my style would be more Legrand because I like a good lodge. And then there's Carson. What else? Do you have any honorable mentions oh, yeah. for resort style hot springs? I mean, I think the best one of all of them is Brighton Bush. And I bet nobody would fight me on that take either. Brighton Bush is just delightful. So they they feed you. You can camp there. You can sleep in your car. They have fancy yurts. They have a little lodge Ooh, that you can nice. stay in. They have a bunch of different options. It's still expensive. But it's such a nice experience because you literally don't have to do anything. You just like go to breakfast, go soak, go take a nap go to lunch, go soak, go take Mm -hmm. a nap. The food is really good too. It's like lovely hippie food. That's just like the kind of thing I grew up on. And I am so (laughs) delighted by it. I also like that there's stuff that you can do while you're there. Like 
I mean, they always have like, you know, massages and you can like do yoga classes and things like that. But there's also you're right on the edge of the forest there. So you can go do a little hike or something. You're not just like stuck on the grounds with nothing else to do, which would be like kind of my main complaint Mm -hmm. about Carson Hot Springs is that like you can't walk down to the river. You can't really do anything. You're just like doing the resort deal. Right, right. And that's not that far. You know what I just realized, Norther, that I always thought Bagby and Brightonbush, in my head, they were the same thing. I didn't realize it was two separate places. And now looking yeah. at the pictures, I'm like, well, this isn't what I what I thought it looked like <laughs> at all. And I was like, oh, okay, two different places. Both start you know, with the letter B. I get it now. <laughs> I understand how you could get confused because a lot of hot springs have two names. Cougar Hot Springs, which we haven't talked about yet, is also called Twilliger. So just, like, just to mess with you, they give them two names. Are those all the hot springs we can't get into because it's winter? Well, Cougar is open right now. It's one of the most popular, most Instagrammed hot springs in Oregon. But it is in an area that burned really badly a few years ago. And it's honestly Ooh. is super dangerous to go there. I would not go there and I don't recommend that anybody goes to Cougar for another couple of years. They're having like landslides. A friend of a friend got trapped up the road by a landslide (gasps) for a couple days. I drove into that area at the end of summer this last year and it burned down to the rock. It's it's pretty bad out there. And it's also incredibly Mm -hmm. crowded. You're going to be waiting in line. Parking is really difficult there. There's a lot of people doing like bizarre illegal parking situations so that they can go in and soak. Mm-mm. It's also not very warm. So I don't recommend Cougar. Uh, and this sounds awful. This sounds yeah. everything bad. You're just like, hey, you you might die in a landslide. There's going to be riffraff for sure. It's only like two hours away or so. And by the way, it's not even that hot. I would say it's tepid springs. And why would you <laughs> want to go to that? Um, oh, I did have another honorable mention I really wanted to talk about. Nobody ever talks oh, about this one. Go for and it. It's really fun. It. So if you're like, I'm not really ready for winter camping, but I'm also like not a mm-hmm. resort type person. There is a, a hot springs mid-century roadside hotel outside of Lakeview. I have to give them credit at Hunter Hot Springs, the cleanest roadside motel I've ever stayed in in my life. The whole thing, it was immaculate. I was impressed. Again, long drive, but Mm -hmm. they have a geyser in the parking lot. What? Yeah. It's not a it's not a natural geyser. I think they were drilling for cold water and they accidentally hit this pocket of hot water. So they have this like (laughs) intermittently active um hot geyser. It looks like a fountain. When I drove up, I was like, oh, they have a fountain in the pond. And then uh and then I read a little more and I was like, are you kidding me? That's a real geyser. I stayed in a lot of like weird 60s motels uh, in my day. Mm-hmm. And that one was really, really clean. And the water is nice. It's a nice temperature. It's it's not too hot, not too cold. It was lovely. And there's Ooh, a geyser there's a in the parking lot. You just can't beat it. That's awesome. It's not that far from <laughs> all the other hot springs we talked about in Southeast Oregon, too. So for a lot of people, that's why yeah. that's their introduction to that area of Oregon is that they like go on a little hot springs road trip where they like go to like five or six mm-hmm. or ten different hot springs. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, what to wear, what to bring and how to behave properly in a public hot spring. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, I have one last question for you, Arthur. Um, You've given us a pretty good list of not only some resorts, but also like what to avoid, like which ones not to go to right now and which ones not to go ever. And I really appreciate that. We'll put, we'll put that list in our show notes, but I wanted to talk about best practices for hot springs for those who've not gone. Yeah. Like, do you have to get naked? Oh yeah. Um, you do not have to get naked and I don't care what anybody says, or if you get like a goofy look from someone else, when it says clothing optional, that means you choose. I would say that it's important to have like slides or like shoes that are easy to put on. It's important to have clothes that are easy to put on when you're a little bit wet. So like don't wear leggings or like anything tight. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're leggings to, like, when you're wet. Oh, <laughs> sensory. Uh-uh. No. Uh, yeah. So get like a nice loose fitting pair of pants, like a sweatsuit or, you know, something like that. Make sure that you have a little dry bag to put your keys in your wallet or any like important items in, even if it's a Ziploc. Um, if you're hiking like a longer way to get to where you're going, I would maybe consider carrying two bags so that you can put your wet stuff in one bag and then keep the rest of your stuff dry. Obviously you want a towel, you need at least a quart of water, if not more. Because it's going to get hot. Yeah. It's going to get hot. I think hot. people forget that. It's easy to forget in the snow and in the cold to drink enough water. Um, some tea might be nice, you know, if you want to like really mm-hmm. plan ahead for yourself. Mm-hmm. But just make sure like give give yourself a moment to like think about all of the things that you would want if you were naked outside in, in the snow and in the rain. <laughs> Are there certain things that you're able to do and not do, you know, where people aren't going to think you're being weird? Oh, um, definitely reading is a common activity. Last time I went to Umpqua Hot Springs, my bestie and I went together and we showed up and it was just all naked ladies lounging in pools reading books. There was like a half dozen or so of us. And then some more people came in and everybody had a book and and it was just like, oh, this is like lovely. Yeah, that sounds nice. I don't know there's anything that people would really frown upon. You definitely don't ever want to use shampoo. You don't want to have like oils yeah. or anything on your body because that's mm-hmm. going to end up in the water. Um, washing your hair is a big no-no. You don't get to do that. Who Sorry. would do that in a hot spring? <sighs> people do that. It's so disappointing, Claudia. Oh, that's I just, so gross. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, People like sometimes like to party at the hot springs and that's like not really cool. You know, like if you're going to like be chill and smoke a little joint and like mind your business, that's one thing. But like nobody likes the guy who's guzzling whiskey and smoking DMT at the hot springs. He's not cool. He's probably yeah. at Bagby right now. But um, <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. And again, once more, trashing Bagby. Can I ask a quick question? Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes when I go places, I like to put soup in a bag. Could I put this bag of soup in the hot spring and heat it up while I'm eating? No. No food okay. in the hot spring. No. <laughs> oh, no food in the hot spring. So no you can't, it can't be like a, what if it's like a self-contained hot pot? Can I? The tofu's going nowhere near you. Can I ask why you're not using a thermos? I mean, I get a thermos, but the thermoses get cold, you know? Okay, so I mean, no no bags of soup. Okay. 
No, you can't use it for heating up food. I think people would definitely judge you for that, and they they may ask okay. you to stop. Um, even though it's clean, and I believe you. What about a sandwich? I would I would not eat in the hot springs. I would just not eat. Okay, no eating in the hot spring. This is good to know. What if like a little piece of food falls out of the back of your sandwich, and then we have like a little piece of cheese floating by? Like nobody wants that. I was just curious because sometimes, you know, it's just real nice when you're in a hot tub and you're just like, oh, and I'm going to eat some chips and drink a little champagne. And I'm just like, could that carry over? No. Okay. Good no, to know. No, no chips. All right. That's all. I'm glad you asked that question though because other people might wonder and it had never crossed my mind. So To uh, bring a bag of soup to the hot springs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's good to know. All right. Well, all of my questions have been answered. Thank you, Northern. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Did we not hit something that you wanted to make sure that we know before we go into these hot springs? I think we covered all the things that people need to know. Just, yeah, be respectful, be chill, don't be creepy, and don't bring your soup. And now for your microdose of news. There is yet another plan being discussed for the Lloyd Center Mall. This time, it includes demolishing the old Nordstrom that's been closed since 2015 and turning it into an entertainment venue. Okay, so the Lloyd Center so far now has loose plans for, what, a baseball stadium, affordable housing, and now this. All right, we'll see. And two middle schools in Portland will remain closed until the middle of February after pipes burst. Markham Elementary and Gray Middle School suffered the most extensive damage during the storm. The district said it doesn't have yet a complete plan for how to resume instruction for the hundreds of students affected. I have a plan. What if the Lloyd Center was also two middle schools? I don't know. What else, you guys? Come on, throw it in. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend, rate, or leave us a review. It really does help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.